0: Today on the topic Show, GOP debate highlight of Chris Christie and Tim Scott, famous website Jezebel to shut down after 16 years of operation, Mixed-mixed man to sell 700 million dollars of TKO stock, McDonald's and Krispy Kreme may expand their partnership, Amazon Prime expands into healthcare offering, Nvidia on track to release three AI chips for China, but it's one month after the US banned all exports of AI chips to China, Beyond Meat is also laying off staff due to the sales falling by 9% in Q3. All of that and much more on the Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topic Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder released twice today. Guys say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see. That's the joke. If you're an IT there or a business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of November. So if you could click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Now going over to the business part of the podcast, you have McDonald's and Krispy Kreme looking to possibly expand their partnership perhaps as effective as they expand their users' belt buckles and belts. Ha, you see, because not exactly health food. Now, it looks like two star- thanks to CMBC, two restaurant s- companies are starting to work together from more than a year ago to serve Krispy Kreme donuts at McDonald's restaurants, which i think it would be pretty effective given the dietary preferences is honing to shops at McDonald's why not have one of those signature crispy, crispy cream donut desserts and of course convenience is king they know that the shares of the donut chain were down 10% in morning trading after the company's third quarter earnings and revenues fell short of Wall Street expectations now out of curiosity now granted the stock is changing on a mere second basis but what is Krispy Kreme looking at like these days Krispy Kreme stock let's see so in terms of Krispy Cream stock, looks like last week it was down eh, about 5%, eh, 2.5%. One month average up 3.73%. Six month average down 13.84%. Year to date they're up 23.59%. One year total is negative 9.8%. Five year is down 32.45%. So, overall, eh, it's been fluctuating a little bit. Looks like it's starting to go back up. So, again, as of the time of this recording is $12.92 per share. And it looks like by March, the, they had their pilot program where in which they had these donuts at the restaurants expand to about 160 restaurant locations across Louisville and Lexington, Kentucky. The biggest test was meant to assess the customer demand and to understand how larger, larger scale launch would affect restaurant operations. They also know that McDonald's has been leaning into coffee, and common, and yeah, common pairing with coffee is donuts, and that's an attempt to encourage diners to visit more frequently. At the same time, the bird chain has been cutting back on its bakery items like cinnamon rolls and blueberry muffins, which... Now, granted, I'm not their target demographic or the customer. I haven't been to McDonald's since, I believe... When was, Pope, well, no, when was the Nintendo 64? Yeah, probably about 20, 30 years ago. But... Yeah, I don't know how much a Cinnabon. There's something that a Cinnabon, like those things, just seem to belong in airports or malls. Like, this. I'm not surprised it doesn't seem to be doing too well at McDonald's. Same with the the muffins. But for some odd reason, I think Krispy Kreme just sounds like it would work together a little bit better. Now, it looks like he added the company there faster. Krispy Kreme CEO Josh Charleston said the company's conference call Thursday. He added that the company had learned from consumers at fast food restaurants behaved similarly to one at Krispy Kreme's other retail locations. When asked for continued comment, he said, quote, We've seen that both the loose donuts and pre-packaged donuts are well received, unquote, adding that the sales would bolster the overall Krispy Kreme brand. Now, Krispy Kreme also uses a quote hub and spoke, unquote, model that lets it make and distribute its treats efficiently. Production hubs, which are either stores or donut factories, send off freshly made donuts every day to retail locations such as grocery stores and gas stations. Anecdotally speaking, I've seen that at the checkout line at Walmart, where it looks like a very much a thing of convenience and more, not convenience, it's more of one of those products which is more of a spontaneous purchase. You see this, one of the key things you see in retail evolution was putting products right at the checkout. And they found that those are the things that you don't go to the store for a candy bar, unless. As you can say, unless you have a copious amount of time in your hand and you don't care about your health. But nevertheless, normal people don't go to the grocery store just specifically for a candy bar or a pack of gum. But if they're on the checkout, and I don't know if this is by manufacturer or just design or life, but sometimes the checkouts are slower than molasses. While you're at the checkout, you are forced to stand there. And they just happen to put products right there in your face. So it's a brilliant evolution in regards to the retail. And you've seen this increase their sales throughout the years. And recently, Walmart started to put those donuts there and the sales been doing pretty good because they haven't been delisted or they haven't been taken out of the stores you ever notice how some of your favorite brands will be out the store then after maybe half a year it's gone that just means either the company wasn't making a big enough profit on the product or it wasn't moving it frequently enough for them to actually make it a good sense product to contain in their portfolio long term now the shares of the donut chain have been fluctuating more and more Company stock has risen more than 20% this year, given the market cap of $2.1 billion. That is a lot of donuts. And then also, it looks like Krispy became, became known for their late night cookie chain known as Insomnia Cookies. Although we actually discussed that on the show a couple months ago, they were looking at strategic alternatives, most likely to spin it off. So in terms of business partnerships, this certainly seems to make sense, especially if McDonald's wants to push more and more of their coffee. Coffee is one of the most profitable things in terms of retail and restaurants just go to the big box mart and buy yourself a big old bag of beans for what do i buy mine for i buy mine the cheap beans that's manufactured by a company that also makes airbags is owned by tata that giant conglomerate that's what i've been recently purchasing because it's one of the lowest cost per unit for per ounce for the beans and it, it tastes well enough but most coffee brands you like the cost per unit when you make it at home i mean is pennies it's it's a phenomenal roi from a consumer perspective But when you sell it, that's where they really make a lot of profit and it's one of the most profitable things on the menu at a lot of restaurants. So it makes sense McDonald's is trying to lean into that. And one of the most popular things to consume with coffee is donuts. So it'll be interesting to see how much they continue to expand this partnership and at which point is Krispy Kreme ever concerned about cannibalizing sales, which other brands have done throughout the years by expanding too much and putting their logo and their product darn near everywhere. Considering that Krispy Kreme they don't have as many locations as they used to. They used to have not as many locations as Starbucks or grains of sand, it wasn't that crazy. But back in my day, when I was a youngster, they had many stores all over. You'd go to the store and be a magical experience. You'd see the donuts on that conveyor belt. But nowadays you're seeing them more and more of these convenience stores and as well as these restaurants, or in this case, fast food, i venture to think it's probably gonna be a good mutually beneficial relationship between the two companies. I wouldn't be surprised to see how it rolls out nationwide. And they already have that logistics set up, so they have the distribution, so you don't have to worry about Krispy Kreme only having one location in the U.S. and they have to ship it all over. They already have many distribution chains throughout, or hubs rather, throughout the country. makes it even easier for them to go nationwide with these types of projects. So I'd venture to say I think it's probably going to be a pretty good initiative. Actually, let me know in the comments. When was the last time you purchased a Krispy Kreme donut, and do you think this will be a big win for them, or will it be, what's a good metaphor, a crusty donut perhaps, or a expired donut. Nevertheless, metaphor aside, let me know what you have to think in the comments, be fascinated to hear what you have to say. Other interesting business news, you have Amazon Prime going to expand in healthcare services. Now, I am, not to brag, but I am part of the one percent of Americans who don't have Amazon Prime, partially because the big thing that I keep pushing is the free shipping, which I'm an old soul. Part of the mystery of buying something online is you never know when it's going to get there. And again, it's Amazon. You don't need anything on that website well, I guess in this case, less it's a life-saving drug. But in most cases, 99.99% of the time, you don't need anything on Amazon. It's a luxury, or in my case, a book, which I wouldn't die without the books. So I'd be sorely disappointed if I didn't have a book to read every day, but nevertheless, it's a luxury. And it's a little bit of mystery. It's like gambling for cheap. Instead of having Amazon Prime, just think, all right, it says it's gonna get here in a week, but sometimes it could be a day or two days. You never know, it's a mystery. So instead of playing the lottery, which the odds are basically zero, you completely could play that where the odds are basically 100% you'll get your product from Amazon if not they refund you but nevertheless that's just me I know they also have Amazon video but again I do not see much value in that since really it usually doesn't make you smarter or more intelligent but nevertheless a lot of people love Amazon Prime and it is a multi-billion dollar business initiative hugely successful now they noticed that Amazon Prime announced that and it's thanks to business insider a representative or rather a writer let's see by the name of Tom Carter and they noted that Amazon announced a, that Prime subscribers will get $100 off membership of its healthcare services. Members will be able to get 24 by 7 virtual care from One Medical for $99 per year. The tech company is ramping up its healthcare after buying One Medical for $3.9 billion, which I think is a proven business decision because again, Amazon wants to expand. They've already won e-commerce. I mean, Walmart's getting there. They're slowly building it up, but still, if you look at market share, especially in the United States, they won. Now, where else could they compete? Well, healthcare, there are a lot of unhealthy Americans. So that makes sense. There's a huge demand for healthcare, pharmaceuticals. That would be another way to add more value to your Amazon subscriber members, as well as get more money out of them as well. Now, it'll be interesting to see how this rolls out as, I mean, virtual healthcare has exponentially increased thanks to the pandemic. That was a huge revolution in healthcare. And I suspect, with the convenience of that being darn near unparalleled, we're going to see that increase throughout our lifetimes as well. And again, they're going to looking to get a ROI out of that three point nine billion dollar investment. Now, Interestingly enough, though, in two thousand twenty two, Amazon shut down Amazon Care, which was its urgent and primary care provider, with employees telling Insider that the program suffered from a confused approach and lack of consumer demand. So it'll be interesting if they try to rebrand this, because again, that is a different thing in and of itself. terms of urgent care and primary care because more often than not that's where you do have brick and mortar more of a physical infrastructure behind it and of course there's a lot of people raising private privacy advocates because amazon's purchasing one medical well yeah i was going to say i would hope i wish there were more people who were privacy advocates in the united states you hardly hear from them around anymore but yeah that is another thing to be concerned about if you're conscientious of your intellectual property or your actual health information There's gonna be darn near nothing Amazon doesn't know about you, especially if you're foolish enough to actually have an Amazon Alexa in your house, always listening, which is how those devices work. Which, I mean, just think, if it's only pretends to start when you say, hey, Alexa, which, apologies if I just annoyed half the audience because they had Alexa in the background, but the only way that works is if it's always listening. Very similar to how you have a friend listening to some headphones, if you yell at the friend, hey, Bobby, well, He's not gonna hear you unless the headphones are off and he's listening. It's quite literally that simple. And people have actually been prosecuted by their own Amazon hardware in their homes because the courts will subpoena data from Amazon. So again, you're paying for your own spiral, which is foolish beyond all belief. And having this added into that, it'll be interesting to see how many people, is there at a point at which Americans start to become more concerned about their privacy as we've kind of seen this ebb and flow throughout the throughout the years where you know we'll see a big hubbub a lot of people get really excited about it they'll get some, they'll try to push some legislation they'll probably try to get some neighbors concerned about it and other times people just don't really care at all more seemingly relatively speaking so let me know in the comments is that one of your concerns if you were to adopt this amazon expansion into healthcare or do you just appreciate the additional convenience and you'll go for it let me know in the comments and fascinated to hear what you have to say other interesting business news, NVIDIA is on track to release three AI chips for China one month after the United States bans the exportation of AI chips to China. So, interestingly enough, and this comes, let's see here, Behind a Paywall on Reuters by Stephen Nillis. Actually, our register. Sign in really quick here. Oh, unless it's Let's see, which is one of the biggest opportunities in tech, bar none in terms of pretty much every company involved in the world, from it. to cars, they all want AI, and they all want to have the best chips on the market. And I mean, in terms of having a really having a better chip manufacturer. You're hard pressed to find one that's beyond NVIDIA. They literally have the greatest market share. They make, I mean, especially known for having graphical or um, making graphics cards. I mean, when I was building, building the podcast PC for this show, where I would actually edit the show and use, right now we're using DaVinci Resolve, which is a product by Blackmagic. And if you do have, have some recommendations, I appreciate it. Well, it's of those instances where they were just an industry leader and they performed so much better than the competition, and they also licensed their technology. So not just do they make their own graphics cards, but they also license it out. In my case, I bought a gigabyte manufactured graphics card, but it was of uh, the architecture of the NVIDIA. I think it was the 3080 Ti, I believe. My team and I put that together a little while back, so it leaves me at the moment. But this is an instance where China is one of the biggest markets on the planet, literally, which also makes it a... Interesting political quagmire when we have these political debates. So right now we're talking about a big topic is the GOP primary where that debate was a couple days ago Well, they're all talking about all these possible bans of China and become much less um, dependent on them Well, all these chips are made there, but there's also huge business opportunities there So you have the private sector businesses that again one of the issues with the economy is the uncertainty businesses have no idea how it's gonna affect their business and Before you know it, they're just gonna be so confused. They just stop spending money, which it's kind of a vicious cycle of destroying the economy because people just don't know so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out but it'll be interesting also to see if nvidia tries to argue that they're a globally based company they also obviously the headquarters in the us but let me see here nvidia i don't know how they're going to get around that ban because let's see here in the US exports, that was as recently as two weeks ago. So they put that export ban on them. HADP, place orders. There's, however, under stricter, NVIDIA has a cancel. So that, they're saying that, as and again, this is thanks to readwrite.com. They're saying as of stricter rules announced October 17th, NVIDIA must now either cancel their orders or obtain additional US export licenses. So it'll be interesting to see if they're able to gain these new licenses or what these licenses are doing and if they'll even be able to get them granted but again with all the data we have right now it looked like the U.S. had actually shut that down so it'll be interesting to see granted hindsight's always 2020 when it comes to you know stocks and many things in life granted I wish I invested in NVIDIA they're I think they're around $400 per share I mean exponentially increasing because they just keep hitting all these major trends and being the best solution every time this trend comes along so be fascinated to see let me know in the comments be fascinated to hear what you have to say. Now going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Jezebel, a famous feminist website, now shutting down after 16 years of operation. Now this comes to us thanks to Variety, and this is specifically by Todd Sprangler. They also noted that the parent company, GO Media, is laying off 23 staffers in addition to the subsidiary Jezebel shutting down. Now Jezebel is a self-described sharp-edged feminist news and opinion website, originally launched in 2007 by Gawker Media, which Jezebel carried the tagline, and again, if you have children listening or anyone with, you know, just cover your ears because this is, this is their tagline, which gives you a little insight into what they were as a company. So at the top of their website, Jezebel had the words, sex, celebrity, politics with teeth, unquote, which perhaps they were just canceled because that was insulting to people who are teeth disadvantaged, Remember, not all of us have teeth. That is quite rude. Some of us wish we had better teeth. So perhaps the teeth community or the dental community came together and boycotted Jezebel to shut them down properly. Kidding. Obviously. Kind of. A little. Now, it looks like they actually attempted to sell the site a couple months ago, but of course, no one wanted it because... The market is quite saturated there are many opinion websites of course and there are also many opinion websites that are leaning very left and there are very many that are feminist specific. I believe one is actually called pink news which some might argue is pejorative because they're insinuating that pink is only for girls but another topic for another time perhaps and according to the media or GO media CEO uh, CEO Jim Sprangler who again that's the parent company that's shutting this down he says quote as of this week we're making a very very difficult decision to suspend the publication of Jezebel Few decisions over the course of my career were this excruciating, and I want to make it clear that there is no way a reflection of Jezebel's editorial team, unquote. No way was all caps. This guy's very, very specific about that. And they say, quote, Unfortunately, our business model and our audiences we serve across our network did not align with Jezebel's, unquote. This is, again, a CEO writing a memo, which, of course, yeah. It's one of those things where the audience is there, but it's more of a niche audience and there are many more options, especially today, which is a great thing as well, Beauty of Capitalism. The best options are the ones that get supported by consumers. And I always debate, I mean, what is the market for very for uh, feminist uh, news? And don't get me wrong, there are a couple of very famous publications, but how many can the audience support? That's the multi-million dollar question or perhaps billion dollar question, depending on how much media they put into it or how much phys- f- fiscal support there is. Fiscal being... Money, not physically lifting. We know that's kind of a disadvantage, but nevertheless, the fiscal support behind it. Now, he the CEO continued to say, quote, And when it, that became clear, we understood that an expansive search for a new, perhaps better home that might ensure just built a path forward. It became a personal mission of Leah Goldman, GO Media Deputy Editorial Director, who worked tirelessly on the project, talking to over two dozen potential buyers It is a statement to Jezville Heritage and Bonafides that so many players engaged with us still despite every effort we could not find Jez a new home. (laughs) Unquote. So they talked to 24 companies and they go, yeah, we're not buying that. Which means they couldn't even sell it for a dollar. Like, not even for... They couldn't buy... Not even for a dollar? Like... I can't admit... I'm just so shocked. I, I wonder why. I mean... Megan Rapinoe perhaps could purchase it. She has copious amounts of money and I'm sure she aligns with many of their values. But again, what's the ROI? How many people are paying into it? Especially as media is very quickly transitioning from being ad supported to more subscriber supported. I mean, the industry is being flipped out in its head, so to say. So let me know in the comments, are you, are you surprised? I mean, overall, there is some media con- consolidation. We see a lot of people doing layoffs and not just you know left wing news, but middle or right wing news. So let me know in the comments. Do you think this? Is, are you pre, are you surprised that Jezebel is no longer a thing? And 24 people they met with said, "No, we 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 won't buy it at all. Not even for a dollar. Like we only want the intellectual property that is this company. Just let it. Let us leave me alone." Which what are the odds that 24 companies would not want to buy your company? That's 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 not great. But let me know in the comments. Are you going to miss Jezebel or at least miss laughing at it if you? Find that entertaining as well. Be fascinated to hear what you have to say. Other interesting cultural news: you have Vixman's Man, planning to sell $700 million of TKO stock, which is a new publicly traded company, which is the entity combining the WWE and the UFC. Which I still found fascinating in and of itself when the WWE, spoiler alert, again, cover your ears if you're a child, but it's basically the orchestra for guys like it's all written and scripted it's fake I mean, don't get me wrong it's an entertainment product it's maybe you'll find it extremely entertaining and hilarious and it's quite entertaining especially to see some of the old scripts that the rock would speak out on and some of the things that the rock would say back in the day i say back in the day is probably the 90s but the things he would say then and then now i mean he would be canceled in a new york minute and of course the rock also known as Dwayne johnson he's very much politically speaking more left because he's in hollywood and if he were to say those things now he would never be in another movie again. So it's quite entertaining to see those clips kind of resurface every couple of months. Now, it looks like Vince McMahon of course oh, or not of course if you're not really a big fan or you ever tuned in he was one of the f- former CEOs of WWE and he's intending to specifically sell 8.4 million shares of common A class stock in TKO Holding Groups which was also engineered by Endeavor who is the who was the owner of the UFC. And that would be pr- with the current price that he was selling at $79.80 per share, making the stock value worth around $670.3 million. And he will receive all the net proceedings from the offerings. So I was gonna say, I can't imagine. Oh, unfortunately, the government's gonna steal more than half of it. So again, and I forget if he lives, what's, depending on what state he lives in, they're gonna steal number 10%, maybe. So it sounds like a lot of money. And don't get me wrong, 300 million is still More money than we could possibly fathom. But still, it is kind of disappointing when you think, oh, yeah, taxes. He built that business from basically nothing, and the government wins every time. Now, they know that TKO said it would repurchase approximately 100 million shares of its classic common stock from the underwriters in a stock sale by McMahon. McMahon, who is the sole executive and chairman of TKO Group, owned 16.4% of the economic interest in TKO when the deal formed the company closing in September. McMahon stepped down from the WWE's chief executive in 2022, and made a company investigation on the board into alleged hush money payments to him, accusing him of misconduct uh, sexually sp- specific. And he noted that McMahon returned to the company in January 2023 as executive chairman to head up the efforts to sell the WWE, which of course eventually they successfully did in the end. So it'll be interesting to see. That is a huge sale of the stock. And depending on how big those sales are, that could negatively impact the stock. So I'm curious what's the market cap of TKO. Eh, it's still not, that's not even 10% of stock. So the TKO, the market cap currently as of this recording is $13.72 billion dollars. Which is quite a pretty penny. Now granted, the, I, eh, they're still not doing great. The six month trend. So in the past six months, it's lost 22% of its value. Now, granted, they also did an IPO at $100, and one of the issues with IPOs or initial public offerings is, not all the time, but many times they're initially sold for more than what the market values them at. So they IPO'd at about $100.11 per share, and then it went down as a lot of people sold. So you usually want to give it a little time to even out, so to say. And of course, they did have the brilliant idea to take $100 million from Bud Light to have them be the exclusive sponsor of the UFC, which began a boycott in and of itself, which may explain why you know, in the past five, oh, yeah, in the past five, last week they were down about 7%, one month they're down 3%. So, again, it'll be interesting to see how many people actually cancel their subscriptions. But, I mean, Vixen's man, if you're a fan of WWE, he is the man, the myth, the legend. He built it with his blood, sweat, and tears with his family. And I wonder, just nostalgia, how many people will miss him as he is... 's selling is so much, and most likely, it looks like he's going to be stepping away. Let me know in the comments. If you fascinated here, what you have to say. Now going over to the political part of the podcast, you have Chris Christie's GOP debate. Now remember eighth top video highlights, but with no video. If you do have suggestions for picture in picture software, I really appreciate it, because again, I've tried a couple, but keep having issues and looking for something to do production picture in picture that could seamlessly integrate into the show. So if you have suggestions leave them in the comments below. Even harsh criti- uh, criti- critique and feedback is appreciated because I always say that's how I grow the most. And it's not 100% known but if you click the subscribe button it may help with my stuttering and increase my enunciation. This is not a guarantee in life, nothing really is, but I think it could help perhaps. Click the button and let's find out together. Now the first highlight Coming from chris christie and he was he was part of the gop debate you could not miss him the cameras did have to zoom out a little bit to make sure you can get the whole chris christie now the first clip comes from him saying it's a gift to be an american you can't truly say you love america unless you're ready to open up your heart to every american i'm going to open my up and up my heart to every american as president and i'll return honesty and integrity to the oval office we deserve and should accept nothing less Again, this is directly from his Twitter account or as 12 people call it, X account. And for him, it went pretty good. It got 109,000 views, which again, Chris Christie, uh, th- given his average view rate or view number of views when he does tweet, that's pretty respectable for him. Although it did only get 1,900 likes. And thankfully it's only about a minute and two seconds long. And thankfully for you, you don't have to see him. And oddly enough, the camera lens did not crack. There's a phenomenon where sometimes the image is so abhorrent, there's a rumor that sometimes it could break a lens. In this case, unless they have multiple lenses on top of each other, I don't see the camera lens breaking in this instance. Although maybe it does halfway through, let's find out.
1: It's a gift, a gift to be an American. And I'm running for president of the United States because I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing the division. I'm tired of seeing the anger. And I can see in the eyes of Americans, their exhaustion their exhaustion from the petty personal politics that have taken over this country over the last number of years. I'm running for president to be a president of consequence, to do the big things, to make sure that America's role in the world stays number one, that we stand up for our friends and allies around the world, and we stand up for what we believe in right here at home. And it's not to eliminate our differences. Our differences has always been our strength as a country, not our weakness. But you can't truly say you love America unless you're ready to open up your heart to every American. I'm going to open up my heart to every American as president, and I will make sure that I return honesty, integrity to the Oval Office. We deserve and should accept nothing less. Governor,
0: it's a gift. Now, I apologize. I think I thought I made a mistake. I I said this was from the RNC debate, the, the GOP debate for the Republican nominee. But that sounded very reminiscent of a Democratic talking points. But I did do some fact-checking, I do see the little elephant in the background, which again, an elephant and a donkey are the party mascots in the United States. I mean, couldn't we have thought of something better for marketing? I know this is probably deep history, nevertheless, another topic for another time. So, interesting, I, I mean, he's kind of, I don't know if he's intentionally leaning into the memes of his weight, which a lot of people critique him on that, which you could debate if that's a discipline thing, which. Some say might be indicative or reflective of his work ethic. There are some people who theorize that. I know a lot of fitness, or a lot of um, executives, and a lot of, you know, I know a lot of people who are big into fitness because they think in order to perform at the best at work, you need to be sharp both mentally and physically. So hit the gym every day, read every day. And I'm of the thought that that works for me. So that's one of the ways I can work. I always tell people 105 hours a week can't be beat. Get up in the morning, hit the gym, read a little bit, either business or philosophy book, and then I get to work. And... I don't know. To me, I just feel more refreshed and more alert once I can get a workout in. But again, that's just what I found that works best for me throughout the years. And I highly recommend it because exercise is addicting and you feel awesome. As a youth might say. Or I suppose they might say radical. Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Nevertheless, into the comic section, we have someone by the name of Downtown Fairy saying, quote, Just go home. You've made enough money. Unquote. That person got 18 likes. Mr. K Street said, Trump. Unquote. Gained 13 likes. Jerry Watkins says, I don't agree with everything you say. You did a great job tonight in a debate where I found myself yelling at the TV feeling lack of hope for the Republican Party. You offered some hope and common sense. Thank you, unquote. Getting 63 likes. So again, this is why he's not pulling at 0%. He is getting a couple percentage points. Well, specifically a, th- a few, three, but it's not zero. More than most people can say for now. Uh, a lot of comments getting between zero and three likes and they're all saying it's over drop out uh, here's one uh tell Sardian saying very true much needed that's one uh like albert says mr christie respectfully quick campaigning you're going nowhere getting one like let's see Justin saying remember when chris christie was on seinfeld and they have finally a little picture of george it's the infamous seinfeld episode where kramer hits a golf ball to a whale uh, the blowhole, and George actually pulls it out, and this is George, the scene where George is in the cafe. He's, instead of the ball, it's a little Chris Christie on a lawn chair holding it. Now, I say that because it's one of the most popular responses. It got 14 likes. Uh, Mr. Alex Gad said, quote, this is the first non-I-hate-Trump statement from his losing political run, unquote, getting one like. Which, that's very true. He his niche or what he's been leaning into most is never Trumpers, which there are those in the Republican party. I don't think there's enough of those to win the nominee, but he is getting those. And I think DeSantis is starting to get some of those support since DeSantis has been slowly starting to directly have more and more confrontational statements about Trump and critiquing Trump, which ironically will inevitably will enable in alienate the people who like Trump who may have been thinking of voting for DeSantis. Professor Ellen Wood said, quote, meaningless slogans with a bold campaign strategy, unquote, eight likes. Frank Doyle saying your doctors are going to open you up your heart next five years, getting one like. Why Regal says, why don't you return honesty and integrity to New Jersey? Bridgegate, why would we expect anything different, unquote, seven likes. A lot of people calling out the discrepancies between Chris Christie saying this and how he's been harshly... Insulting Trump. So that's, I think that's the number one theme I've seen in these responses. But he did get, oh, here we go. R.P. Smith said, good closing statements. Got five likes. Nora Cruz says, excellent debate a voice of reason. Please keep going, getting three likes. And then a lot of people talking about that bridge. So, They're enough that, yeah. Again, it's not his worst tweet. Remember last, a couple weeks ago, we had an instance where he had zero positive responses in his tweet. Which is almost statistically impossible because supposedly he has, I think he has family members, staff members, they're supposedly running a staff. That means not even one of them took two minutes to just say something like, great job, Uncle Chris, I don't know. Like, zero, really? But nevertheless, let's go on to his second highlight of Chris Christie from the GOP debate. And this is one of the most controversial topics, which I suspect it might hurt Republicans. It's the spoiler alert is the abortion topic, because even within the Republican Party, there are different factions, different beliefs on if and when it is ever appropriate. And a lot of people saying it's never. So even within the Republican Party, it's a very divisive issue. Then on a national level, I think it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the national election, as. It's become a state's rights issue. The Supreme Court relegated it back to the states to decide for themselves. So it'll be interesting to see if this plays out on a national level, where nationally that conversation has been had and it's been ruled by Supreme Court. So it'll be interesting to see. Let me know in the comments if you think this is going to be a winning issue for the Republicans or not so much. I mean, they just had the election a couple of days ago, and a lot of people are pointing to that specific topic as one of the reasons why they may have lost. Now, granted, they also have a losing track record ever since Ronald McDonald took over. Literally losing every single time. I don't fathom how she sells the job, but nevertheless. Chris Christie, before this quick clip, says, quote, To be pro-life for the whole life means that the life of a 16-year-old drug addict on the floor of a county lockup is precious and we should get treatment for her. Pro-life is not just in the womb, it's the whole life. Which, again, I did a fact check. I thought this was a Republican, you know, the GOP debate for the Republican nominee. And, again, that's a cliche Democrat talking point. I and mean, it's true, you should always care about someone, and I would also argue the best way to help people, most efficient way to help people is through community and religious organizations. They've historically been the most effective ways to do that. I, dare, I would be fascinated to hear, if you could put in the comments, a successful government program. That'd be fascinating to hear. I've researched for years, I haven't found one. And let's play this quick 22 second clip.
1: We're not pro-life for the whole life. To be pro-life for the whole life means that the life of a 16-year-old drug addict on the floor of the county lockup is precious and we should get treatment for her to restore her life. The 52-year-old who's drug addicted should make sure that any of his children who he's passed that addiction on to are treated well too. Pro-life's you. not just in the womb, Kirsten. It's for the whole life. Uh, We're
0: not pro- Which I don't know why Twitter has that issue where the video just repeats itself. Some say it's a bug or a feature. I would say it's a bug. But that's just me. Now, that clip, he, for, again, for Chris Christie, went pretty well in terms of the number of views. It got 127,000 views, but only 4.6 thousand likes. Now, historically speaking, the odds have always been against Chris in terms of responses being usually viscerally roasting him. And I'm not a gambling man, but if I were, I would say the odds for him getting a lot of positive responses are not so good. But let's dive in and find out. One of the first comments comes from John Ward saying, quote, You had no value. Time to hang up, unquote. You got 12 likes. Now, interesting enough, there's some positivity. Patty Brown says, quote, you had a good night, unquote, gained 20 likes. A Green says, quote, man, I like you, but you'd realize you're in the Republican primary, right? You're talking to the wrong audience if you want to win, unquote. That got 12 likes, that being one of the most popular responses. And, of course, his weight comes into the equation. Roger Bird says, quote, I 100% agree. That is why I keep telling you that you can easily lose weight on the carnivore diet and intense exercising and fasting, unquote, gain one like. And he did use all caps for easily. Scott Goletti says, quote, food is an addition to Chris. I'm getting six likes. Jacob Goldberg says, quote, the elephant in the room, unquote, getting four likes. Mike Wolziski says, quote, pro-life for the whole life should include healthcare and reasonable gun laws. Getting 40 likes. And when he says reasonable gun laws, I would interpret that as saying you get rid of gun laws so that the good guys aren't kneecapped while the bad guys run free. And the government runs free. But we know that's not what he means. But, again, that's a... That's a straight-up Democratic comment in the replies. Ridiculous. Obama Kush says, quote, First time I've ever heard a Republican say that. Too bad your party has become a cult. 18 likes. And perhaps the... What is it? The pot calling the kettle black? I mean... Both political parties have become so tribal. I theorize, and I'm not original in this thought, is one of the demise, or one of the situations or the ripple effects of the decrease in religious affiliations and religious involvements in the United States. People look for something else to fulfill themselves, and people are trying to ridiculously replace it with politics, which I don't recommend. Now, someone by the name of Mike Downs says quote, "As a Navy vet, I enjoyed your response on the sh- on what ships need to- we need to build. Unfortunately, I don't think we have the current capacity to crank out subs faster than we are. If you want to increase our ship count, we need a major commitment to growing domestic shipbuilding and repair, unquote. Getting seven likes. And there let's see here. Someone said wise words, but they got zero likes. New Jersey Sting fan said thanks for the gas tax, getting one like. So interestingly enough, he did get a couple positive responses, but they were very much Democratic talking points. Which again, I think, he, I suspect he'd be a lot more successful running on the Democratic ticket these days. I mean, throughout his careers, we've kind of seen this throughout his career before, where people keep critiquing him for having pretty much all the policies of someone in the Democratic Party, and the people who are agreeing with him are sharing those philosophies more commonly held by people in that party. So I think, I don't know what he's going to do after The after he doesn't get the nominee, unless, again, there's this huge statistical outlier. Probably not really intended huge. But as of right now, there's just no chance. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. Maybe he does finally switch parties. I mean, he would fit right in. Now on to the third highlight. He says, before the clip, he says, quote, I'm the only person on the stage who'll be honest about this. Social security was established as a safety net program to make sure that no one would grow old in the country of poverty. Rich people should not be collecting it. And if we want this program, we need to raise the retirement age, which is ridiculous. If you paid in the program, even if you're rich, you should get paid. They keep saying if you paid in, you should get paid. So yeah, if you're successful and you're, you have copious amounts, of, or some people might argue copious amounts of money, I wouldn't, but if you're successful, you should get that money back too. You paid into it. Now, again, this Ponzi scheme, literally Google or Brave Search the definition of a ponzi scheme that is social security it just the numbers it will not last i mean it used to be you had over 100 americans paying per one person on social security i mean and throughout the years the ratios got worse and worse and worse and worse i believe now it's three or two person working for every one person on social security like the ratio won't work and people are living a lot longer which is good but we need to adjust these figures and i'd also argue destroy it because you or much. You know what's best for you and your family. You know how to save. Well, if you went to public school, you probably don't. But nevertheless, it's one of those things where it's one of those cliche. The government knows what's best. Argument, and they're gonna force you to save. Ridiculous. Give the money back to the people. But that's just my three cents. Used to be two cents, but forty-year hyperinflation got yours three cents. Though, still free to click the subscribe button there, or there, or there. I don't know how your phone is oriented, or in the rare case your desktop, or very rare case a compact desktop or a gateway. I kind of miss that old South Dakota cow company. I'm probably dating myself. The computers are shipped in a box with cow spots on it. Nevertheless, not under the clip.
1: A lot of programs in this country that we all pay for that we don't get a direct benefit from. Food stamps is one of them. I've never, fortunately in my life, ever had me or my family on food stamps. But I'm glad it's there so that no one in this country goes to bed hungry at night if they have availability to that program. But I don't get a direct benefit. The fact is on social security, remember why it was established. It was established as a safety net program to make sure that no one would grow old in this country in poverty. That's what we gotta get back to. Rich people should not be collecting social security. Governor, can you give me a specific age? 69, 70, what would the age be? No, look, that's gonna be a part of a negotiation with Congress, Kirsten. And hell, I'm not gonna start negotiating until I get there.
0: Yeah, I think the other candidates, actually Nikki Haley did have a good point where she said that it will have to be something where you know, if you're age 20, like, we need to put a cap on this and a limitation. So everyone who's under 20 years old, you know, this no longer applies to you. But that also would mean that they don't have to pay into it. That is this is one of the most awkward political things, because everyone with a modicum of business intelligence or financial intelligence knows this program cannot last. It's a Ponzi scheme. But if they're to hint or even whisper that, they're going to lose votes from people who are retired and collecting those benefits. So that's why they're all being very careful with how they're phrasing their responses, and they're all making sure that they know if you're collecting now, you'll keep getting your magical money. Now that was one of the most popular, most viral moments from Chris Christie. That got 1.1 million views, which is ridiculously good for Chris Christie. And that, (laughs) although the ratio is laughable to say the least. I know public schools are at all-time low for mathematics. Well, science and history, too. In fact, a 32-year low for the ACT scores. And yet the public teacher unions say they deserve more money. Right. So, nevertheless, we'll do some more value here than some public schools. Not all, but some. So, I got 5,100 likes. It says 5,100. Divided by 1.1 million views. Gives us 0.00463. Now, to turn into a percentage, we're gonna multiply that by 100. That means 0.436 36 people like it. Or if we feel so inclined, we can round to 0.46%. That's not so good. Now, again, more often than not, the comments roast him like you. Well, I was gonna say he roasts his food. Deep fry? Nevertheless, there's a joke in there if he squint hard enough. And Let's see what the comments say. Joe DeLago says, quote, To save Social Security, here's what's needed. One, have no cap. All wages are subject to 6.2%. Two, make sure employers have to pay them as well. That might curb executive pay when companies have to pay 6.2% on millions. Three, make it legislative proof. Congress can't touch it, unquote. I got 1.6 thousand likes which is, again, one of the issues Congress should just take the money out like a piggy bank, which also goes to show you why are people trusting the government, but nevertheless. Lee Zimmerman says, quote, raising the retirement age, you just lost whoever remaining support you had, Chrissy, unquote, got 571 likes. Catherine Zoltan says, quote, whoever paid towards Social Security with the promises of collecting it later should be getting what they were promised. Whoever paid into it with the promise of when they would collect, should get what they were promised. The fact that there's a gray area for you is a red flag. That fa- Oh, red flag. The fact that you represent yourself as honest while suggesting that people should not get what they were promised as years went by and money was withheld from them through their wages is even more disturbing. This is not honesty. It is fraud. And she got 805 likes, which is one of the most popular ones. Scott Womack says, quote, And yet another reason I would never vote for Chris Christie. 403 likes. ESN Watcher says, quote, you've never gone to bed hungry a day in your life. Unquoking 270 likes. Brandon Let's Go Bridges says, quote, I'm less concerned with rich people collecting it after they paid into it for years than I'm concerned about people who are entering the country and never paying into it, yet they collect it. Unquote. 475 likes for that comment. True says, quote, ah, yes, New Jersey government experience known for honesty, integrity, and not total corruption. Unquote, getting 90 likes. And I appreciate good sarcasm. Let's see here. Uh... AKA said, quote, did he make any lame Donald Duck joke again? LMFAO? First got 79 likes. Dr. Darush says, quote, bad idea to limit social security by income level. Everyone that pays the Social Security tax should benefit the program. We don't want this converted to another welfare program, unquote. quoting 83 likes. So interestingly enough, as a youth might say, he was eventually ratioed. Again. Let's go. Here's one more final highlight of Chris Christie. And thankfully, is only 11 seconds long. He says, quote, anyone who is, hey, well, he says, anybody who is going to be spending the next year and a half of their life focused on staying out of jail cannot lead this party, unquote. We've got 227,000 views and 4.4 thousand 4, likes. I'll
1: say this about Donald Trump. Anybody who's going to be spending the next year and a half of their life focusing on keeping themselves out of jail and courtrooms cannot lead this party or this country. Right, and Governor, it needs to be said plainly. Governor, thank
0: see here. Ryan Leitler says, quote, he's literally speaking at a rally, unquote, getting 34 likes. Again, reference to Trump being at a rally at the very same time. Nugget for Truth says, quote, love all the likes on this are 99% Democrats, unquote, getting 50 likes. And they did use a clown emoji. Proof Fresher Elwood says, advocating for political persecution is a bold campaign strategy, unquote, getting 40 likes. Mega girl, who gets b minus for marketing it is a girl but she does not have a iconic red mega hat what a shame now this mega girl says quote you will never be president unquote all caps on that never getting 20 likes someone did a little meme of the the toy story movie where that bud lightyear saying there's no signs of intelligence anywhere and he says this is so chris getting 17 likes Deborah Green says, quote, From jail, Trump is a better leader than you'd ever be. He is sacrificing himself for Americans. What have you sacrificed? Unquote. Gained 34 likes. Hell's right again says, quote, Anybody who is going to be spending the next year and a half a country of their life looking for all-you-can-eat buffets cannot lead the party of their country. Unquote. Gained 59 likes. Which is an interesting question. When was the last time we had an overweight president? Do you think that matters to the American public? Granted, this is social media. There's going to be more bombastic comments than face-to-face or the real world. But every time Chris Christie has a post on Twitter, or as 12 people call it, X, many people will make direct references to his weight. There's a lot of material to work with. Some might say. So let me know. Do you think that's an influence in terms of presidential elections? It'd be fascinating to hear what you have to say in that regard. Someone by the name of Totally Not a Bot. Makes me suspicious. But nevertheless, this Mr. Definitely Not a Bot says, quote, Is it true? Ronna McDaniel is just you and drag, unquote. And there's a picture, side-by-side comparison, compa- having Chris Christie on one side and Ron McDaniel on the other. Ron McDaniel does have better hair. I'll give her that. That did get 89 likes. And a lot... Uh, a lot of people in the comments saying they have trunch arrangement syndrome. He's at three you percent know, of the polls chris christie you're a joke and these are all getting between zero and five likes a lot of people saying you're a clown Bridgegate, are you confessing are you ducking out conservative voice said you're simply not sincere nor are you likeable just the truth of quote getting nine likes so throughout all the comments as y- the youth might say he's certainly ratioed and again i he's consistently polling at about three percent in the poll aggregator the 538 and I don't suspect it'll go up too much higher as DeSantis starts to lean into critiquing Trump more and more. He's going to start getting more of those never-Trumpers. So it'll be interesting to see if this does have a positive result on his campaign numbers, but I suspect the outlook will be for Chris Christie, grammar grammar aside, the outlook will be not so good. Other interesting political news, you have Tim Scott GOP debate November 8 highlights, with no video. However, if you have suggestions for production software for picture-in-picture, let me know in the comments. I greatly appreciate it. I'm looking for a very intuitive solution. It's easy to use and I've tested a couple. I keep having issues for having the two screens work at once and I've tried updating the camera camera drivers. So again, I appreciate the feedback and critique. So if they have suggestions, please let me know in the comments section below. Now this is the first highlight and this again Tim Scott on social media is not doing very great this got only 873 views this is specifically from team Tim Scott which they did pay for the verified account so you see they have a blue check mark but yeah that's not so great not to brag but I think I got 500 reviews when I shot a staccato 2011 a little while back on the twitter but nevertheless so he says quote if you're able-bodied American you work if you take it alone you take it back you pay it back, really. if you commit a crime you go to jail if god made you man you play against you play sports against man this is about 1 minute long we'll play it here
2: there is a crisis that is growing in our nation and that crisis is cultural and spiritual we need a renewal a great awakening we should reject the less valueless faithless fatherless society we should turn back to faith patriotism, and individual responsibility. We should stop choosing victimhood and start choosing victory. We should stop kneeling in protest and start kneeling in prayer. There are basic truths that built this country. If you're able-bodied in America, you work. If you take out a loan, you pay it back. If you commit a violent crime, you go to jail. And if God made you a man, you play sports against men. I do not just want to I do not just I do not just want to win the battle against Joe Biden. I want us together to win the war, the war for our Christian conservative values that changed my life. Senator Scott, thank you. Governor Christie, you have that's my message.
0: And again, that's a great message for the Republican nominee. I'm surprised it's not resonating with more people. Again, he has been struggling in the polls for quite some time. If I pull up the poll aggregator, five was it 530. If I could spell, that usually helps. Sometimes, usually. So 538.com, and again, that's a poll aggregator. And again, the last polls that they have are from November 3 to 5th. That's the most recent data. Uh, he's still coming in at 2.2%. So again, he, had, he has some messages that I really think will resonate with the Republican Party and Republican people some of the voters but it's just not gaining any traction and literally we could actually read all the comments actually because there's so few so there's one comment that says well done sir from mr mj51078 it got zero likes now the video itself got 873 views and 20 likes and then the rest of these meet are pejorative memes from someone by the name of Leftover News with a blue wave. And they're all just calling it uh, let's see being very racist and calling him pejorative terms and just trolling him basically. But that's it. But again yeah, it's, I mean, it's whoops. again I think I'm surprised not more Republican voters aren't Hearing the message, and maybe he's just not ready for the presidential nominee. Yeah, there's a lot of people suspect that. You know, time is half for everything in life, as Wise Man would said. But again, he's saying very traditional conservative messages, which I think will resonate with a lot of people. For some reason, he's just not getting those numbers yet. Now, another highlight from the GOP debate from Tim Scott, and this is the most controversial subject I believe of the night, in which they covered abortion, and he has a statement in which. His text before the tweet says, quote, I'm 100% pro-life, I'm 100% pro-life voting record, and I will always stand up unapologetically. Now, this one got a lot more views. It's got 17,600, and this is specifically from his personal Vote Tim Scott account, or that's his hashtag. The name is Tim Scott. That one, he does have about 150,000 followers, which is pretty, I mean, that's not great. I mean, that's like, I think Nikki Haley has the least of the big five that are left. And Chris Christie, they both are just shy of a million, and I believe DeSantis is about the same. I think Vivek is past a million, so again, Tim Scott needs to catch up.
2: I'm 100% pro-life. I have had 100% pro-life voting record. I would certainly, as president of the United States, have a 15-week national limit. I would not allow states like California, Illinois or New York to have abortion up until the day of birth. I certainly would not, not allow for governors, uh, former governor, uh, demographic governor of Virginia who talked about infanticide. We need a 15-week federal limit, three out of four Americans agree with a 15-week limit. 47 out of 50 countries in Europe agree with a 15 week limit. I would challenge both Nikki and Ron to join me at a 15 week limit. It is in our nation's best interest. And frankly, I think it's unethic- unethical and immoral to allow for abortions up until the day of birth. We have an opportunity in this nation to stop that reckless behavior from states like California, New York, and Illinois. So, again, that was I'm 100% pro life. I have help.
0: Good old Twitter, always resetting the videos. And again, I got 17,600 views and 698 likes and three bookmarks. It looks like, let's see here. I got a lot more replies 147 replies. Let's see. I mean, again, these are very traditional conservative values. I would think they would be more positively responded or rece- recepted. But let's dive into the comments find out someone by name of democrat rick says quote so you're against the death penalty then and you for helping these unwanted lives financially unquote 11 likes which is a cliche response that we've heard for years and again nonprofits and religious organizations are some of the first and most effective ways to help those in need in those situations so it's, it's an old red herring which again it's a fascinating metaphor go down that rabbit hole in our time Two first the to press one. Someone by name of Nikki Barnes says, quote, and yet no women have decided to build a family with you. Why is that getting 25 likes? Which, that is unique. He is one of the few who is apparently single. I think he said he's in a, he's with, he has a girlfriend, but he's, there's not a lot of pictures with him. So it's interesting that as politicians use their families for public, for building their brand, for promotional materials, He's kind of left out in that regard, and there are some people jabbing him for that. Let's see here. A lot of people... Who is this? Someone with a Trans Life flag guitar by the name of Ben McGeehee. who says he's a bass for the Imagine Dragons. Uh, He posted multiple... Well, Lazy just posted the same thing multiple times. Wow, he donated a link for giving abortion funds let's see here again I mean, at least say something different but is this the same thing let's see Gator Bayou says quote and 79 percent of Americans are against you I'm two likes let's see Amy Ids says quote you're not standing up for life you're standing up for oppression there's an important distinction that American women must understand Tim Scott does not believe our relationship with our higher power should be respected. Only his. Unquote. She got four likes. Although, how dare she assume what he is. How does she know if he's a man or not? A little rude if you ask me. But nevertheless, back to the comics section. Lee Tiat Profound says, quote, Just not the life of the mother or her right to choose her own destiny or control her body. Unquote, getting three likes. And again, I'm not too surprised to see more disagreements in the comment section compared to the other statements he's made because this is one of the most polarizing subjects in the United States culturally and politically USA hypocrisy says quote until that life is born then it's individual responsibility time unquote gained two likes Jeez, some of them saying I understand why your pops left you I don't blame him that's from Facebook political prisoner Fran Peter says, quote, you never have to get an abortion, but leave me alone, unquote, Again, two likes. And again, most of these comments, uh, let's see here. Someone by the name of Steve Gee with a blue wave, a painter thing, a dog emoji, a car, a candy bar, a music sheet, flowers, and a gay pride flag, all within his name. That is a lot of emojis. I guess suspicious when a man uses more than one emoji. Even one is sometimes pushing it. Nevertheless, this person does say, quote, pro life, my AAS, middle finger emoji, you're all for guns and cutting Medicare and Social Security, unquote, getting three likes, which is one of the most popular responses. And then again, another cliche, red herring, non argument. Guns are literally also what save millions by millions of lives, hundreds of millions of lives. And it's one of the great things that help all men are created equal. A wise man once said God created man, but Samuel Colt made man equal. Him being one of the most successful entrepreneurs and designers in history, re- creating the repeating Colt revolver. Until then, they were all bastardized mechanisms not really working right you had cylinder misfirings. And fascinating enough, Gaston Glock had the same birthday. Not the year, obviously, but the same month and day, which of course, he's the founder of Glock. Or is it Gustav? ADHD, what is the Glock founder's full name? Kicking myself for not having that tip of my tongue. No, I was right. It was Gaston Glock. Yeah, he's born July 9th. July 19th? 1929. And he is still alive, age 94. And, of course, his brand is synonymous reliability. Everyone knows that brand by now. But nevertheless, back to his comments. Let's see here. Let's see, Smacks says, quote, Did you really cast Democrats as faithless and fatherless in your closing comments? That is irresponsible, and I despise you for that, unquote. Gained three likes. I mean, one could make an argument for the policies they, they support, having exponentially increased the rate of fatherless homes. If you look at the benefits for single motherhood, that if you look at the rate of single motherhood before the welfare benefits correlate specifically for that, I mean, it exponentially went from, I believe, 20% to 70% in some demographics. It is a cause of concern. A lot of people, including myself, are worried that you're quite literally incentivizing that behavior. And again, we all, I think most of us want all the same end goals. We just have different ideals on how to get there. And I think we all want, you know, happy, wholesome families who could prosper. We just have different methodologies on, on how to get there and how to achieve that goal. Which is why I think we should actually have more of these public debates so you can have a little bit more insight into you know it's great i like what you're saying but how are you going to get there what's your methodology and yeah it looks like most of the comments are just saying are you wasting your time you're an embarrassment then you'll lose while calling for war got it got three likes from chris k so needless to say that was not great as well in terms of the response ratio now let's go to the last highlight now this comes from townhall.com and this is his closing statement, and looks like it is exact copy paste of the text. So I'll just play it out loud really quick. And this did get thirty five thousand views and four hundred and nine likes.
2: There is a crisis that is growing in our nation, and that crisis is cultural and spiritual. We need a renewal, a great awakening. We should reject the less valueless, faithless, fatherless society. We should turn back to faith, patriotism, and individual responsibility. We should stop choosing victimhood and start choosing victory. We should stop kneeling in protest and start kneeling in prayer. There are basic truths that built this country. If you're able-bodied in America, you work. If you take out a loan, you pay it back. If you commit a violent crime, you go to jail. And if God made you a man, you play sports against men i do not just want to audience please i do not just i do not just want to win the battle against joe biden i want us together to win the war the war for our christian conservative values that changed my life senator scott thank you governor christie you have that's what that's for
0: you so i've been repeating a couple of talking points but again in terms of traditional conservative republican values that's a spot-on message. So it is fascinating to see that it's not resonating with more prospective voters, as, again, he continues to be darn near the bottom of the of the race thus far with all these primary polling. I mean, if you go to that good old website, poll aggregator, 538.com, right as of right now, again, it changes quite frequently, but Tim Scott's still coming in at 2.2%. As... So a little bit below Chris Christie, Chris Christie's at 3.1%. So, I mean, a lot of people are saying he's great where he is right now. Maybe he'll be president in a couple of years, but for some reason, it's just not resonating with enough prospective voters. And in all these primary polls, people are choosing to go for someone else. So let me know in the comments. Do you think, again, it would have to be, it'd be a outlier to say the least, statistically speaking, for him to get the nominee. But why do you think his marketing or his campaign isn't working right now? is he just not saying the right things is he not being bombastic enough in his speech or you know enunciating more does he need to do more hand movements i mean what does it just feel like it's just missing the spark let me know what you think would be fascinating here what you have to say now going on to the business blunder of the day you have beyond meat to lay off employees as their sales fall about 9% in fiscal Q3 now this is from oregonlive.com and saying that they are planning the layoffs. Now, uh, Beyond we, uh, Meat last week reported a revenue of $75.3 million for the July through September period. That was far short of the estimated $86.5 million that the Wall Street had anticipated, according to the analyst polled by FactSet. Beyond Meat cut its third quarter and full year revenue forecast last week, or a couple weeks ago, saying it anticipated a rebound in the plant-based meat sales during the quarter that didn't occur. The company said it would cut 65 non-production jobs, about 19% of their workforce, and cut a broader view of operations, or conduct a broader view of operations, rather. In a conference call with his investors what a couple of weeks ago, Beyond Meat president and CEO Ethan Brown said the company is considering cutting underperforming products like the plant-based jerky and reducing the size of its operations in China where demand is growing but not quickly as Europe. It's also continuing to cut its inventory. Quote, To drive down the type of cost reduction, we're pursuing everything we had to be on the table. Unquote. Now it's like Beyond Meat's international retail sales rose 39%, while international food services jumped 79%, largely due to the European demand for the plant-based burgers and nuggets at McDonald's. Now McDonald's, for some odd reason, doesn't sell those in the U.S. Which, again i don't know if we were the country that founded or started the hamburger but we sure as hell perfected that thing and you can't beat grass fed meat but that's just my three cents used to be two cents but 40 year hyperinflation gotta be three cents though it's still free to click the subscribe button which in itself might help with my stuttering and increase my enunciation it might i'm not a doctor but that's a theory i'm trying to work out here now it'll be interesting to see They said that the U.S. sales fell 34% in the third quarter and the food services fell 22% as restaurants like Panda Express have limited time promotions for Beyond Meat products and they didn't repeat those offerings this year because they were terrible ideas. If they were profitable and good ideas, they would have done the idea again. And they also noted that U.S. dollar sales of fresh meat alternatives like plant-based sausage and burgers we're down 21.5 percent this year compared to through October 8, according to Seranica, a market research firm. Frozen plant-based meat sales, including items like tenders and nuggets, were down 6 percent. So this, it looks like Beyond Meat shares, other stock fell 5 percent to $6.62 per share last Wednesday, down 46 percent from the start of the year. Wow, so it's about half off. Though I would still argue it's overvalued given the lack of demand for this product, and again with all the oils, all the, uh, I mean, seed oil is a big point of controversy in the health community. There's a lot of people debating if it's good or bad for you. And all the chemicals, and all the things it takes to make some of these products. I just can't see there being a mass adoption of this mystery goop. And again, I, I did have a vegan... Uh, I had a, a friend from India, who, for, for faith reasons, he would only eat these types of things. And I, I believe I tried a Boca Burger. And for what it was... It was okay. But again, it wasn't trying to replace the hamburger. It was just an alternative for that market, which made sense for them. It's a profitable idea. I think they have the Boca Burger around, pretty much a couple of major retailers. But this additional mystery stuff, again, I don't think there's a mass market for this product unless the government forces it upon people. Now, let me know in the comments. Do you think this will ever be mass accepted in the United States when we have, you know, if you're really fortunate, you can afford even organic, grass fed beef. I mean there's some restaurants where the food is phenomenal and you can't beat a good steak. So let me know in the comments. Do you think that there will ever be that type of added, added adaption rate in the US to actually make this a profitable idea? Or do you think it's gonna kinda fizzle out like a food fad from the eighties and the nineties? Let me know. I'll be fascinating to hear what you have to say. But having that revenue drop nine percent, their stock crashing and I mean it looks like it's just, it's not a tasty idea. Quite the antithesis is uh, quite disgusting. But that's just me. That All that said, that's the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in. Again, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of November. So if you could click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, any critique, even if it's harsh feedback, is greatly appreciated in the comments section because that's how I help grow and develop and improve the product for everyone. And I hope you make a great show. Have everyone have a good time. Also, lastly, don't forget to take time to Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers. Heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe, fight the good fight.